Every week they talk about music coming into Milwaukee and music coming out of Milwaukee. Here's Evan Ritleski of 88.9 and Piet Levy of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. This is Tapped In. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Tapped In. I am Evan, here as always with Piet. And this week we are taking the temperature of Milwaukee venues and checking in with them to see how they're navigating the ongoing situation. Uh, Piet, last time we talked about how venues were doing. We had a kind of a big picture conversation about the state of the concert industry. Things were really in flux. I think it was the end of summer. Uh, Delta variant was surging. Uh, Tours were being canceled. And and it really seemed like we were at a moment once again where if things broke the wrong way, concerts could go away again. Nothing seemed guaranteed at that moment. But here we are a couple months later and concerts are still ticking along, right? Yeah, concerts are still ticking along. It's a very weird situation still. I mean, where you have uh, some shows are bringing in packed crowds like Harry Styles uh, this week at Pfizer Forum. Uh, widespread panic did the residency of the Riverside Theater. And I spoke to Gary Way, the Pap Cedar group for a story I'm working on. You know, a couple weeks before that, they were like, I don't know if this is going to happen. Like, I, it's exactly what you said. The Delta variant wave was really tough and it did cause a lot of kind of you know, positive cases and tour cancellations. And we're still seeing that. We're still seeing some shows cancel. Some might be canceling because of health reasons. Some might be canceling just because of low ticket sales. Uh, there was like a, a big comedy tour, the Practical Jokers tour. They just kind of canceled, never explained why. They're supposed to come to Pfizer Forum next month. Uh, 24K Golden was supposed to play The Rave. He canceled. Um, he's supposed to come at the end of this month. So it's still kind of happening that where there's a lot of cancellations. And I've been hearing too that, you know, especially during that Delta wave, uh, no-show rates were, were pretty high for some shows. Sometimes, uh, I talked to Peter Jess at Chain Call, he said sometimes as high as like 20%. And no-show is basically someone who buys a ticket and just doesn't come to the show. Wow. And and that can have, you know, ripple effects uh, in terms of the bottom line for, for folks and stuff too, that has an economic impact. But at the same time, like I said, Harry Styles, packed crowd. I mean, it, it, it's, it's kind of a weird situation. You know, some acts are just really hot it's showing that there's demand. And I think the promoters and venues, uh, venue operators I talk to, they feel really good about those cases. And they feel like that really indicates that when things get a little more stable uh, in terms of the, the, the pandemic, they think that things will be really good for business. So they feel like the, the winds are headed in their favor for the first time now. Yeah, they are. I mean, I think what's help, helping them to, uh, and, and when I talk to folks, even though, like I said, it's, it's kind of erratic, some no-shows, there were some you know, ominous signs like Summerfest with low attendance, you know that they had the misfortune, of course, of uh, having of staging their festival when they they wouldn't know this would happen, of course. But the Delta variant was really dominant in the news, and cases were really high, and that was just really bad timing. Ironically, Summerfest log- logistically, if it could have pulled it off during their their original window, I think it probably would have had a higher attendance because Delta mm-hmm. Delta wasn't a concern really in in late June, uh, early July, but it was a major concern in September. It's a very fluid situation, and, and there's been a lot of you know yeah kind of downer news, negative news, but there's also been some big wins. And the fact that concerts can happen, I think a lot of promoters and venue operators see that as a big win, that they can be in business. And what's helping them be a little less anxious is, um, you know, there was this, the big uh, SVOG grant program um, from, you know, that was passed by uh, Congress where, you know, venue operators and promoters got a lot of money to make up for the fact that they could do virtually any business in 2020. Um, you know, the Path Cedar Group, for instance, uh, got a $10 million grant. Summerfest got a $10 million grant. That's really helped them. That's helped them to, um, you know, help make up a little bit for some of the major, major losses they had last year. And it's giving all the promoters and, and venues a little bit of runway as things kind of stabilize 
this year, it's still going to be kind of a rough year because there was only half a year and, and businesses fall has been, yeah, like I said, some big shows, some big wins, some losses, especially with the, the vaccine becoming more available for children now uh, this month. They're really hoping that 2022 will be a solid year. And there's a lot of bookings going on and calendars are getting really full. And I think everyone's kind of really expecting next year will be huge. Yeah, it's announcements every week. There's huge announcements. Like certainly that seems to be a bellwether that promoters are pretty optimistic that that the industry can keep ticking. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's there's a lot of announcements. A lot of announcements coming in the next few weeks. The expectation is that 2022 will be pretty similar to 2019, which was a kind of a record year. And 2020 was on track to be another record year before the pandemic hit. So I think the industry is kind of expecting next year will be uh, as close to 2019 as it's as it's been in a while, uh, and maybe even potentially bigger than 2019. We'll, we'll have to see. Well, Piet, I appreciate the update. It's a tricky situation. It's always changing. So we appreciate your reporting on this. You can find all of Piet's writing, of course, at jsonline.com. You can follow us at radiomilwaukee.org and find the full version of this podcast anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Tapped In is produced by Kenny Perez. Our handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from you, our members. We can't do it without you. Thanks to our subscribers, too. Piet, I will see you next time on Tapped In. See you next time. Like listening to Milwaukee-produced podcasts? Then check out Radio Milwaukee's innovation podcast, Diverse Disruptors, hosted by me, Tariq Moody. We talk with entrepreneurs from across the country that are innovating for a more inclusive world. Listen at RadioMilwaukee.org slash disruptors. Diverse Disruptors is presented by University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, Northwestern Mutual, and United Way's Tequity.